past the heather and down to the old road Start turning the grain into the ground Rolling a new leaf over In the middle of the night there's an old man Shredding around in the gathering rain Hey mister if you're gonna walk on water Oh could you drop a line in my way point oh and by that point i mean now yep that welcome point, that's the point now <laughs> okay we're on point uh, even though our normal point guard greg is going to be out on it's a vacation true. to hawaii greg is like the father time of the mep report not to make any old he jokes he really is not to not to it's throw any true. old we've jokes actually, in there we've actually uh imported uh Peter Jackson to edit this particular map report, so mm. sit mm. back, relax, and enjoy the next six to nine hours, and uh, maybe we'll make a sequel. It'll be about 25 hours. And all that night That one won't have long, any editing either. All night, all night long, map night, yay. Drew, you got anything to say? Drew is here also. Andy, Andy, I'm sorry, I yes. keep forgetting to use your stage name. I wish I mean your real name. <laughs> By Andrew Terrell, J.D. That's his stage name. Drew will be uh, notified tonight. Uh, his presence will be informed to you by the pinging sounds in the background. If, if there's pinging, Drew is typing out Morse code. Yes. We're trying to reenact uh, my, my left foot. You can hear me, can't you? Um, no, oh, no. boy. <laughs> Oof. Periodically. <laughs> we can. Yes. Can you, you can hear me, right? Now? Yeah, that we can hear good. you now. Now, good. Yeah, I just I just don't have anything to say. I mean, you know, you're singing, you're you're making Father Time jokes. I have I have no follow up to that. I just uh, you know, I'm I'm at a loss for words. I thought that you were trying to reenact my left foot and uh, giving us weird pinging signals for talking instead of actually saying things. No. Oh, that's good. I I've never seen this movie, so I I can't no? comment. That's the movie I was, that once made. Again, uh, once again, it's another Russ-only movie. Although, I mean, this okay. one I've at least heard of. So this it's a is like different. a seriously critically acclaimed movie. This is not some piece of crap that I happen to like. This is Daniel Day Lewis in his first, you know, world viewing of a film by him. I think. I think this is the first major film that made him famous. You mean the last of the Mohicans? Back, Dude, back Daniel Day Lewis. He is the best actor in Hollywood right now, bar none. Single best actor there is. What? What? Have you seen... Oh, Mr. Ping wanted to get in there, I think. Daniel Day-Lewis is the best actor in Hollywood. Single best actor. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Was a nuclear Day bomb Lewis. dropped on Hollywood today that I didn't hear about, and he was the only survivor. He was yeah. driving in on the freeway. He actually lives in a compound in Boulder, Colorado, so he didn't get hit, and now there he's the go. greatest actor in Hollywood. <laughs> Congratulations to Daniel Day-Lewis. Is Betty White now like the best actress in Hollywood? Did she no, but she is, she's definitely the hottest actress. She's not the best actress. <laughs> Excellent. That's super Please explain up. yourself, Russ. Explain yourself. Um, have you seen uh, Gangs of New York? No. <laughs> so basically, you're arguing it. from the perspective... It, it was an okay movie. I think Story's arguing from the it perspective... It was a fine uh, movie. That uh, he, you know, I've never seen anything by him, therefore everything you say is wrong. I mean, I've just heard him ridiculed, you know, I, I don't know. Really? I mean, I'm actually going to check to see, um, oh, I have seen him once. I've seen one film. No, 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 two, two films. Uh, Gandhi. He was in Gandhi? What was he? As Colin the South African Street Tough. Okay, thank you, IMDb. You see? I, Your favorite movie of all I, I time, and you didn't even know. Yeah. It's true, he is. Okay, so I've seen him in that, and I have seen him in The Crucible in 1996, and that is it. Of his 22 uh, film entries, I've seen two. And one, he is, I repeat, Colin the South African Street Tough, which I think is a forgettable role, uh, given that it is seven years before you said he debuted on screen. All right, in well, my left foot. 
<laughs> I guess, <laughs> where he got actual attention. Of course, IMDb beat the hell out of me in movie knowledge. That's not surprising. But uh, it's true. IMDb. So you're actually basing this. Russia. You're basing this on on Gangs of New York. I mean, it's a fine movie, but I'm originally really. basing it on uh, My Left Foot. Okay, I can't comment on my left foot. Yeah. Let me Can just give you a synopsis. Basically, part of his range is that he goes from in my left foot where everyone is absolutely convinced that this man is, you know, um, crippled beyond recognition. And he has, I guess he has multiple sclerosis in the movie. And he's just amazing. He's, un- I mean, you know, every actor who plays some sort of disabled person gets an Oscar, i.e., you know, Forrest Gump or, I don't know, Radio or... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape when he played the retarded little brother, which is my favorite role by him John of Penn all time. And I Am Sam, I think, yeah. Okay, so, uh, I think, yeah, I mean, that's sort I mean, of the not. idea. Nomination, I mean, it definitely, it propelled him to stardom, you know. Then he goes from being like a Scottish cripple to being a South American or South African street tough to being a New York, an old New York racist guy in Gangs of New York. He's very versatile. It's really impressive. Can you explain to me why he did not act in a movie for five years prior to Gangs of New York or three after? That's part of the reason why I actually like him so much is that he doesn't feel the need to make a new film every year. He actually waits and picks out things that he likes because at some point he gained so much acclaim that he could pick and choose and he actually did unlike 99% of actors out there. Interesting. Of course. Hmm. And I know this because I imagined it. Right. Right. Yes. (laughs) I imagined it too so it's probably true. Uh, no, yes, no, if you'll reference Met Report uh, number eight, I believe, maybe seven, then that seven, it is actually it is the case that whenever Andy and I both imagine something, it, it's actually true. Maybe it was eight. It was one of the ones I missed. It might have been eight. Yeah, I think it was eight. So somewhere between uh, one and and six, because Story missed the next seventeen episodes with the flu and the traveling and the traveling yes. flu. And by seventeen, we mean two. Right. That's usually how it works. Absolutely. So. I've um, been looking at Craigslist. Do you guys ever use Craigslist? Buy things? Or I love Craigslist. It's the best thing ever. Do you, do you read the rants? The rants are amazing. I've seen those. I think that I tried to go to rants one time, and I ended up stumbling on casual encounters, which is another word for random sex propositions across the internet for people to respond to. And that sort of turned in me fairness, off. Russ, you can't just, in fairness, you can't just stumble into it. I think you actually have to <laughs> click through like a warning that says you're entering an adult area. <laughs> And then you have to click on the ads. I thought it's just, you know, you have so, to be 18 I or mean, older so to I, be so like, I'd like to casually meet you at the supermarket on Tuesday. But that's not what it was at all. It was quite disturbing. I mean, it was probably exactly the same, except the word meat was replaced by something else. Mmm, very punny, very punny. So anyway, um, I've been doing this because I have to... I don't even know if I told you guys about this, either in real life or in pod life, but um, I've been spending the last few weeks, like, furnishing my apartment and... I would say refurnishing, except there there's no furniture, so there's no re to furnish. It's just furnishing. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And, and so uh, I've this gotten... makes you uh, do you know illegitimate things with people in supermarkets because a note told you to on the internet. It's just you get sucked into that world. You know, it's like what they say about the drug war. It's a gateway drug, and Craigslist is very much a gateway website where you go in looking for a futon, and you end up you know having sex with someone in a dirty men's bathroom somewhere in West Hollywood. But that's a whole other story. I'm not really going to go into that right now. For example, (laughs) for example, (laughs) just to pick a hypothetical thing that's totally false. Anyway, that I want to hear Andy's example. (laughs) No, I'm saying it's just just an example, just you know, or a random example. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us regale us with your own men's bathroom story from Craigslist. No, I've got a little more on that. But uh, for the first thing that disturbed me was just the idea that I need to know things about furniture, and now I have to be in this world on the Craigslist furniture search where. I'm learning, unfortunately, I'm learning things from this. Like, did you guys know that when you want to sell a piece of crap online, like something that's totally broken, destroyed, that nobody would want, you label it shabby chic, because that is apparently some kind of genre or type of furniture, which is you fill your house with a bunch of broken pieces of crap, and that's the style is called shabby chic. So basically, like, if you have a half, a broken half of a rake, you know, stuck in a futon mattress and you want to sell it on Craigslist, it has to be shabby, chic, back scratcher, or something like that. Or That's if you have, works. like, a washed-up Saudi Arabian emir, then it's shabby, chic. Wow, you went way over my head there. You're going to have to go go back to that again. I don't, I don't know what you just said. No, no. Hey, come on, help him out, Drew. 
Oh, a sheik, like the Iron Sheik. Okay, very good. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah, course, the only way I understand yeah. that is through yeah, actual I was a, wrestling. I admit I was a step behind there, too. I was trying to catch up. If you were sophisticated enough to understand my joke, please email story at com and vindicate me. Thank you. That's funny. I liked how the only way I knew what a sheik was was to think back to uh, my pro wrestling fandom of when I was eight years old. And I was like, oh, the Iron Sheik. Yeah, I didn't even get your reference there. <laughs> like, what? No, no. Like, he was you know, I was, I was in the bookstore the other day, and I found this, this book mixed in with, like, books, uh, guidebooks to uh, to Beanie Babies and to Dishware. There was a guidebook to professional wrestling, like, in the same series as the Beanie Babies and the Dishware and uh, things like that. And did you know there's a whole family? wrestlers from Texas. They're like the, the Vaughn something family. They have father and, and four sons. And of, of the whole family, four of the five sons died of suicide or, or drug abuse. Is this a big problem in pro wrestling? Suicide and drug oh, abuse? Oh, yeah. Or just yeah, in the, the family? Yeah, the Vaughn Traps. That's the singing wrestling the family Traps, that wears the, uh, curtains for totally uniforms. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I'll look this up Indeed. right now on the internet. The Vaughn something. They're, they're, Is it's, it like a, it's a family of... I, I remember them. No, no, no! They held her alive with with the sound of music. Yeah. Sound of wrestling. The heels are alive with the sound of suplex. It's true. With what? The sound of what? Suplex. It's a wrestling move. Get with it, pacifist okay. man. Okay. My bad. My bad. I've never watched wrestling. I know this shock you, but I. Okay, I wait. Now, if they if were pirates wrestling. Well, I mean then. There's a can't miss, and then there's a can't miss. Did you uh, find any more true. about this, Andy? If you, if you just put in Texas and wrestler and the word Vaughn, you'll come up with all these guys. They're the Vaughn Eric family. Vaughn okay. Eric. They, they oh, and then he said ping. And when Andy says ping, <laughs> bad like, things happen. Ping, 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 ping. Just in case you're wondering, and we are not in we a professional recording studio. We are actually all in our apartments with our shabby chic headsets and uh, letting them do what they do. <laughs> E-R-I-C-H. The Von Erich yeah, family. Von Erich. Von Erich. I've never heard of those guys. Very well. And so yeah, they've all committed suicide, huh? Or died of drug abuse. What about drug-induced suicide? I bet those well, are the suicides. I mean, I, I think they're, they're probably connected. I kind of assumed that the, the suicides probably were connected to drug abuse. Yeah, well, suicide is actually a gateway killing. I, don't know I was just going to go with the gateway. I was like, are you, you going with the claim that drugs are a gateway drug to suicide? Yeah, clearly, suicide your example, whatever it could have been, would have been better than what I just said, which made no Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just going to say. I, mean, <laughs> you, I wasn't going to say it, but you're going to admit it. came out of your mouth would have <laughs> beaten true. suicide like, is a gateway Dutch killing. <laughs> table, Dutch table fried <laughs> butter oil. Dutch Wait. table fried butter oil winner. Go. Story Clayton. There you go. That's right. That's the furniture you're getting, in fact. The Dutch table fried butter oil. Yes. I now have what's called, a, in Fight Club, one of my favorite movies, the uh, Ikea nesting instinct, because I have this, ah. this desire to fill my apartment with things that to I buy. To live in an Ikea. And yeah, I even have, I went yeah, to Ikea, I bought a chair from Ikea, and so this all happened. It's a poem I'm telling chair. you, you're one step away from just moving into one of those little apartments and then being like, oh, that's so cute. Somebody actually lives here. They paid someone that. But you would yeah. do it for do they, free. Do they throw in a Swedish girl for free? No, you know, I thought that was part of the deal there, but uh, something went awry. I don't know. But uh, as, as soon as you own any furniture that has, like, an umlaut in, in the word somewhere, then the, you're already, like, you're one step towards being, like, an interior decorator, I think. I think you can't help but be that once you have umlauts in the names of your furniture. I've really got to see your apartment now. This is going to be crazy. No, you really don't. I don't even have a couch yet, okay? I have oh, okay. I have the chair. I have a bookcase that I put together myself. I I e IKEA and what you do from IKEA things. I bought a dresser that I've yet to assemble, and I have a standing lamp that I bought from a random person in LA via Craigslist. And is your computer on the floor? No, I actually the computer's on the uh, the dining room table, which was the one thing that I owned when uh, my girlfriend moved out. So the dining room table is now the computer desk slash nice. dining room table also because I need to eat somewhere. So So when you went to Craigslist, you were actually looking for someone to date so you could take their furniture. <laughs> so is that, do I have the order right now? You know, what you just said would be really funny if that exact same situation wasn't advertised a thousand times on Craigslist. 
<laughs> Date me, I have really great furniture. No, really, please. My apartment is so cool. Just come see it. See what you think. Because I've That's also tremendous. used Craigslist for seeing if I wanted to move to another apartment, you know, a furnished apartment where sure, I could share rent sure. with somebody else. And there are many, rent. many listings that are like, rent $50 a month if you are a hot girl that doesn't mind walking around naked. It really is that I kid you not. It really just comes out and says oh, yeah. it like that. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. It's Craigslist, baby. That's what it's all about. Guys, I, I, I have a friend who advertised on Craigslist that uh, she wanted somebody to come clean her house, and she was not going to pay them, but she would wear a mini skirt and high heels while they cleaned her house, and, and that was the deal. And they found, and no touching, no nothing else. They put a guy <laughs> who liked to come and clean, and she had to berate him verbally. That was part of the deal. She had to tell him... <laughs> The nasty things that she wanted him to clean up and yell at him if he didn't do a good job, or or if he did do a good job for them. Matter. The you internet, ladies and gentlemen, window to the future. And this was like wow. she, she. He kept coming back over like you know a year, so a monthly or about, I don't know twice a month, something like that. He just he'd come and or she'd walk around in mini skirt and high heels and yell at him, and and then I think she you know called slave or something like that. Who <laughs> wait? And whose request was the yelling? Can we can we verify? Was it her requesting the yelling, or he said, "No, I'll only clean your place for free while you wear skimping clothing on the condition that you yell at me." He requested that. That was an additional request. Okay, that well, was look, his I mean, request. If you're gonna clean somebody's apartment just for the you know that them bossing you around, you'd at least want them to be screaming at you. And I would say preferably in German, but you know that's just me. Right. That is absolutely <laughs> just you. <laughs> that's clear. Oh, Russ went random again. That's a shame. Um, so yeah, I'm actually not very proud of, of admitting that now that I've, I'm in the Craigslist community via my search for furniture and apartments, I have looked at the, uh, the personal ads, and I have to say, the personal ads, you know, are very good. They're very useful if you're looking to meet, you know, a sort of young, maybe in their 20s, um, somewhat attractive llama. And Brandy met a great girl. Brandel met a really great girl in Craigslist. She's really nice. She's perfectly normal. You know, you mean like a human girl? A human girl? She's she's great. And since and, and everyone out there since everyone out there is gonna be wondering, this is in fact the Ben Brandel, because I know you get email from him. Whoever you are and wherever you're listening from, <laughs> I know you have an email in your inbox or perhaps your trash from Ben Brandel, and that's the one we're talking the about. The man yeah. with the in his address book. My secretary forwarded me an email from Ben the other day. She, she forwarded no. an email and said, you should really read this. It's this great organization. This guy keeps sending me email. So I started yeah. the picture of me and him on the roller coaster with his hands in the air and his mouth open wide <laughs> just so she could know who she was getting the email from. <laughs> That's awesome. You're my hero. That's tremendous. Is this like a? Uh, is he still doing like MoveOn.org stuff? Or is yes, he's like one of the point people for MoveOn and sends email like crazy. And I mean, almost anyone you bring up, like you just say like randomly in conversation, you're like, oh yeah, I was talking to Branzel. And I mean, it helps that I call him Branzel and not just Ben. Or these connections might never be made. So see, my making up names for everyone is good. But regardless, so you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I was talking to Branzel, and everyone's like, Branzel, not the Branzel, not. Ben Branzel, and it's like, yes, yes, you, you've been getting email from him for years, yes, he's a kid, he will, you know, flake out on you at some important times, but he's a good guy, uh, yeah, that's, that's the one, that's the guy, okay. So anyway, yeah. th there, there are definitely llamas on Craigslist, um, you'll see a listing, yeah. you know, it'll say something like, uh, 25 beautiful, intelligent, looking for the one, and it'll have a picture attached to it, and you click on it, and then it's a llama. <laughs> and apparently this is where the llamas congregate on the internet to advertise themselves. And, you know, hey, I'm as a human being, who am I to say <laughs> the llama, you know, is or is not Yeah, attractive. don't llamas deserve love? Come on. Every llama deserves the a other chance llamas. love with another human. I think so. That's, that's what they want. I'm kind of personally llama. committed to giving llamas love. Really? Is that a pact you made with some strange Arabian person many years ago? Uh, no, quick it's, fact it's update, just folks. A hobby. Llamas come from Latin America, not Arabia. Proceed. All right, we'll say camels. How about camels? Can I get a camel? I would never do a camel. They're dirty. Very, very dirty. <laughs> They'll spit on you. Right in the middle of it. And then they want you to finish still. Are you saying llamas don't spit? To be fair, 
I think they're just sandy, not dirty. And sand is much cleaner than a lot of dirt. You know, it's easy to get them mixed up. I don't know. Not when you get it in, you know, sense of areas. Well, that's, that's yours to know about and ours not to. So. And um, hopefully not our yeah. listeners to find out. Yeah. But this is sort of a disturbing trend in my life, which is now that I'm... I feel very adult. It's very scary. Like, between, you know, furnishing my apartment, which is something that is very not interesting to me, and internet dating, which is interesting in and of the freak show that happens via internet dating, but not so much the concept that I'm somehow involved in this. I, I really don't know. It's like a totally different stage of my life. Because I've never... I don't think I've ever really dated on an adult level. And that sounds a little weird. What I mean by that is, there's never I'm been a situation where... I know, where I know like, exactly what you mean by that. I know exactly you know what, what I mean. Can you yeah, explain it's what like I mean the first time... The first time you date somebody who is actually able to drink, you're like, wow, this is kind of weird. <laughs> and there's, okay, no more gi- there's no more giving them rides to school, helping them with their homework. It's like a real oh, adult relationship. Man. You don't okay. know how much listeners Andy is actually making fun of himself right now. Yes. Thank you. She's, okay. She Here's didn't what I tell really me meant. she was 16. How could I know she was in college? If you're, if you're not uh, supposed to be 16, uh, you're supposed to be legal. Oh dear. Right. I've this actually is actually dated a true story. This is not just something that he's women. making up. <laughs> yeah. But, but you haven't been in adult situations. That's what you're trying to say. No. All right. I never should have said that. That was just a bad thing to say. To record it is even worse. But to say enough is bad enough. I, what was I thinking? Clearly not. To, be, to, be, to give you a fair shake, I think I actually do understand a little bit what you're talking about. Although I don't know if okay. I can find it to dating. I think the experience of being in your early 20s and sort of coming across the idea that, you know, because adulthood always seems unattainable. And in your teenage years, people make it seem ten times as unattainable as it actually is. They're like, oh, you'll never be serious and do things on your own. And you couldn't understand rent if it came and in the place for you, you know? And then suddenly right. you wake up and you're buying furniture at Ikea and looking for a relationship online because all the young people have passed you by. And there it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I, to Something like that. Thing. I mean, for me, it's just like, you know, I've been with my... I had been with my girlfriend for three years, which took me all the way back to when we lived in uh, Waltham the year after I graduated, which to me is like, you Met know, house? the extension year of college. Yeah, the Map House... Which we've never actually talked about specifically. No, not really. We discussed report, the fact that we all live together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, we but go on. And uh, but that was sort of you know an extension of college. So you're pretty that much ready much, for milk you know, now, aren't you, Russ? No, not so much. I appreciate the thought that I would want a milf, but no. My argument Wait, did you is say just milking or milfing. He said mm-hmm. milf, which is oh, if you've right. seen American yes. Pie. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Which I haven't, but I still understand. <laughs> we don't need to make that explicit. Yes. Okay. That's funny. I mean, it's um, really just that I've just... seen Andy's mom, but yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> Excellent. Now, proceed. It's like all the girls that I've ever gone out with have been in a context of like high school or college or, you know, we're in class together or I'm on some extracurricular activity, you know, i.e. debate team with them, or I run into them on campus. There's never been a situation where I'm like an adult with no or you, artificial you affiliation mall, for this other right? person. Like, <sighs> <laughs> killing me, Drew. You're killing me. Are you not- I really am not a pedophile in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> or, you know, you're just walking by the playground and, and you know... Exactly. Thank you for taking it one step further, just to make it clear that I wasn't picking up adults at the mall. Um, okay. So anyway, I've never been in a situation where you just like have need to like approach. And maybe this is just maybe just strange for me. Maybe other people do this by my age, where you just like randomly approach random women that you don't know and ask them out. I've never done that before. It's always been someone that I knew from some context somewhere. Okay. And so yeah, now I'm bad. left with the idea of being like. Here, now, there are no activities that I'm doing where I'm going to meet people. I'm not going to go to my work and meet some, you know, 40-year-old broken person that's going to, you know, I'm going to want to go out with. Not to say anything okay. bad about the place that I work. But, oh yeah, they're broken. And I, I don't mean, you know, mentally or emotionally broken. I just mean broken by life. Broken, you know, bent bent over depressed, and taken yeah. to the house by life. Or depressed would wow. be a much, you wow. know, <laughs> much nicer way to it. way of putting it. <laughs> Uh, so you know what I mean. 
there's no up oh, pinging Andy his his quips are going to be left into the ether because his mic cut out right before he called me a pedophile for the fifth time which is a shame um Wait, yeah, was I there mean, some subtext to what Andy was saying? I didn't follow that. I just thought he was talking about innocent little... Oh, darn. But you know what I mean, He was talking about bent over and run through broken people. Yeah, but that was just a metaphor. That wasn't talking about anyone in particular. That was what Actually, life does to people. That's not what I do to people. He was trying to pick up women at the jousting tournament. That's, that's what he was talking about. Wow, what is that? They were ran, run through and bent over. I mean, it just sounded wow. like... Yeah, it All just right. sounded like you were talking about jousting. Jousting. <laughs> not approved. If you insist, if you insist, we'll 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 accept that. Survey says three people out of a hundred said he was at a Under jousting. Under consideration. Term. Okay, very well. <laughs> Number <laughs> seven on the board. Gets me in. All right. Uh, yeah, get got the mention. Honorable mention to jousting tournament by Story Clayton. Um, so this is a new thing for me. This is like meet random people and start dating, which has never happened before. And so I'm like, how does one do this? Do you go on the internet and date llamas? Because if that's the case, I don't think I'm interested in this type of activity. I don't want to date llamas. I feel like, not to sound you know, arrogant or that sort of you know thing, I think that I'm not of the type of person that goes on Craigslist and dates. And here's my reasoning behind this, okay? If you're like a super hot everyone chick, think that Maybe, maybe they do, and maybe it keep, makes them feel better about themselves, which I, I'll totally accept if that's true. But riddle me this, friends, Mepers. If a really hot chick can walk outside of her apartment anywhere and be picked up by men anywhere, a bar, a restaurant, the laundromat, the supermarket, anywhere she goes, why the would she do internet dating? If you insist. But the question remains, Well, in why? theory... That's an easy, that's an easy, easy answer. Because the guys she's going to get picked up by on the street are probably going to be jerks because not many guys are willing to do that, to just pick up a random person on the street. They want to have somebody, something in common. And if, so if they don't have that standard, they're probably just in it, you know, for the short term. Whereas if you meet somebody because you share some interest with them or if you make some connection, even if it's through this entirely artificial way, then you, you at least have some hope Rather, you know, apart from the the one in ten thousand chance you'll just happen to like the guy who just thought you had a nice ass, you know, you you, okay. you have some reason to believe he's interested in you for something other than the physical. I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure I that's why people saying. do it. But even if everything that you're saying is true, I think that there are many more promising venues for a super hot chick to meet people than the internet with its anonymity and lying and deception. Okay, I think that the internet dating is like the bottom rung of any kind of social interaction because, you know, half the people are, you know, 45-year-old male butchers who claim that they're, you know, 14-year-old girls. And the I other don't know, what people who are... I'm not sure that that happens in internet dating. Why would you do that? What, really? what do you get out of it? You, you can claim that you're, you know, somebody you're not, but you're, you eventually have to meet them. Yeah, you so, finagle yeah, a so meeting with someone who would ordinarily never meet you ever, but now they will yeah, because but then they what think do you you're get somebody out of else. You get out of the meeting. As soon as they see you, they're not what you are. I, I think that probably some creepy people who say, yeah, send me, you know, you send obviously don't do that. But if you're, if pings, you're careful... What? Sorry, you, you were pinging in there. cut out randomly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I? If you can fill in you the missing words of Andy's conversation. Yeah, go on. Can we do Mad Libs when Andy pings? <laughs> and true. if you're sitting there with totally a donut, could. then maybe you'll run to the butcher's green shop place of <laughs> and green yourself guys, a flying <laughs> raccoon. The point I'm Sorry. making oh, is wow. that I, I think as long as you're not going to give your, your address out to some random person on the internet, you, you can be pretty sure if you, somebody agrees to meet you that it's not going to be some guy who says that he's 20 and he's really 50. I'm sure you know, the only the reason, internet, but the only reason that I came up with that was because on Craigslist, on the personal section, half of the listings that are not listings for llamas are responses to listings from llamas, being like, this person said that they were 20 and skinny, and they take up the space of seven people. Please don't respond to their ads in the future. So clearly somebody, and even women, are out there completely deceiving other people to get meetings and then end up, you know, being very, very unsatisfied let, with who they met. Let me ask you this. 
Do you really think that this is actually increased, though, from any other normal situation by internet dating? Or is this just something that's a problem of dating in a certain era or age? My argument is just that. I think that there are a certain segment of the population that have no need for internet dating because at least, you know, given how crazy people are in real life, and these people are both on the internet and not on the internet, at least you can tell what somebody looks like in person. So at least you have that part covered. They may be a crazy person, but they could also be a crazy person on the internet and be a mutant. At least you know they're not a mutant, but they may, you know what I'm saying? So there's like a whole level of information that you get in person that you don't get on the internet. That's basically You're saying you I'm should saying. only judge people by their physical attractiveness. I get it. Yes, thank you. Okay, great. Now we're clear. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what I'm saying is that you have two, you have like a whole bunch of information that you need about a person before you know whether you're going to want to date them. At least meeting someone in person gives you like one set of information without, that they can't lie about because you can just see it. That's all I'm saying. All right. Fair enough. And then I'll start in singing fairness. that song. Um, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman Personal point of view. Get an ugly girl to marry you. To marry you. Boop, boop, boop. Go ahead, Andy. Sorry. Well, in fairness, I was, I was going to say that you, you said that it's not all about looks, but you did preface this by saying you thought it was unlikely that a super hot girl would be on Craigslist because super hot girls can meet people other places. And, and maybe that's true. I, I, maybe there aren't many super hot girls on Craigslist, but there are probably a lot of genuine people on Craigslist. And there's probably a lot of people who aren't genuine, but, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't think it's any more hazardous than sifting through the kind of people you're going to meet at a bar or, you know, I mean, you, you know what they look like. They can't be, you know, fake about that, but they can be fake about whether they're married or not, kind of people they are, whether they're absolute freaks, mm -hmm. you know, you don't, I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem to me like it's any more hazardous to just meet somebody who may not look the way that you think they are than to meet somebody at a bar, and sure, you know what they look like, but I think there are a lot worse things that people could be hiding from you. Yeah, I mean, I agree with most of like what you a said. Chainsaw. And I sh <laughs> behind their back in the picture on the internet, you didn't exactly. know that they have a chainsaw attached to their severed wrist, and that's what they shake hands with, baby. Yeah. Um, I don't want to malign all of internet dating, because then, at the behest of some of my coworkers who had heard that I'd broke up with my girlfriend and were very interested in getting me back in the game, um, living vicariously through me or whatever. So they had me um, register on JDate. Do you guys know what this is? What JDate is? I Where's sure Zimmy? Do. We need to tag Zimmy in. Oh, he probably has some great stories. Yeah, that's a good point. Wow. I'm sure, yeah. He's He's been all over that for years, hasn't he? For ages. Ages and ages. Wow. Um, yeah. So JDate is the, the Jewish dating online service. And you'll know that because when you join JDate, you, to receive or send any messages to any girls that you want to meet on JDate, you have to subscribe to the tune of like 35 bucks a month. And that's what I found out when I tried to join. Wow. I like registered for free and got my profile, and then it was like, now people are trying to email you. If you want to read these emails, 35 bucks a month. I said, what? It's bad. So basically, I guess this sort of, in a way, you know, separates some of the wheat from the chaff, and like people who are like super serious about finding someone really awesome will go onto this website. But at the same token, it's also like women who are just looking to get married, I think, and that's why they're willing to invest so much money in this. Like, if you're just going to date someone, I don't think that, unless you really believe in the caliber of people on this thing, 35 bucks I mean, a month is really sort of Is there outlandish. like a scientific test up front or something? Because I can definitely see, like, if they have a lot of people registered and it's already weeding out, you know, one category of people that you want to date, i.e., you know, Jewish people for Jewish people, and then, you know, they have some sort of upfront personality test that's really uh, scientific. I can see that being somewhat reasonable a price for the first round or the first couple rounds, but... You know, if it's just like, and we'll give you access to emails on a website that we randomly got for you, then I don't really get it. Yeah, you know, there actually there is a personality test, and you also uh, send in a blood sample to their headquarters, which is right here in Beverly Hills, and they will determine whether your blood is purely Ashkenazi or Sephardic Jew, <laughs> and then they'll give and you a Now you're making and fun of me. <clears throat> there's a special room on the site for people who are like pure 
breed of you know one various sect or another sect and then they're like 80 percent and then it goes all the way down to one sixteenth jewish which they have their own little cubicle of a room you know on the bottom of the site and they can't interact with any of the other people it's really cool you should check it out (laughs) i shouldn't check Uh, it out because they would clearly uh zap me just for even trying um no, in fact, there's no test of any kind. There's no anything. It's just you put up a profile, you pay us money, and you can meet people. And there are non-Jewish people on there, too. I've seen lots of like pictures of Asian girls who just want to meet a Jewish guy, and that's why they're on there. So, there you go. Did you pay up? So there you go. No. No, no, no. That was the point. Was I mean, here's... Uh, okay. Here's the thing. I sort of know that at some point... I probably will. That's the sad part. It's like, everything that I'm saying about why it's not justified to do, I totally believe in. But I feel like at some point, I'm just going to look at another Craigslist picture and be like, okay, I really have to join this thing, because I don't want to date llamas. And that's going to be my stance. If there's anything that I believe in, it is that I will not date a llama. I will not have a relationship with a llama. I will not trade You did not have llama. relations with that llama. Is this what we're hearing? Exactly. And by relations, I mean Craigslist. And by Craigslist, I mean the gateway to CD internet world. Yeah. Very nice. So, I think it's going to happen at some point. I, I oh God, I, I feel really, really icky about spending $35 on something that is basically free on, you know, Friendster or MySpace.com is apparently very popular out here on the West Coast. A lot of people go for random hookups on MySpace.com. And, uh, oh, I should tell you guys this great story. Uh, I just people from my work. That's a good place for random hookups. Yeah, I, I guess. a great story. That's a good... So we should start a message board for there you to go. meet each other. I think oh, we should. Fans, there you go. Fans of the MEP report, if you're interested in the uh-huh. MEP report personal, let us know. Yeah, okay. Let's great do story it. from Russ. Incoming. So, part, one of my coworkers who wanted me to you know, join up these dating websites gave me a step-by-step tutorial of how to meet women using MySpace. And I hope I hope that any women who are on MySpace that are listening to this listens really closely to the story I'm going to tell because this is the caliber of people that you're going to meet on this thing. Step one, he says, make up a profile. Get a really good picture. And then when you're making your profile, don't put books and music that you like. Go find the hottest chicks on MySpace. Look at what they're reading look at what they listen to, and put those as your favorite things on your MySpace profile. Okay, that's step one. Step one, deception. (laughs) We can make this like a Nazi mime thing. Good, now you are (laughs) funny. Good, now you are evil. Okay, step two. When you create your MySpace, you send out 20 to 30 responses every day to hot chicks on MySpace. It's all about the numbers. At least this is what he told me. He says, it's a probability game. You have to send out 20 to 30 greetings per day. So already, I think they're not so much being selective more than looking to capitalize on, you know, like a pyramid scheme of meeting people on MySpace. Okay? Then, he's like, when you receive responses to your messages, you want to cut and paste into a word program really clever things that you have said to other women or things that have gotten good responses. And then those will be like your stock first and second messages. So you'll already have like pre-written things that you will send out to all of these women that have, you know, statistically done the best versus <laughs> other things that you might say. And these are the things you stick with and they're all saved in some program that you have. Good God. Good God. Russ, indeed. could you, this could is you slow down a bit because I can't type this fast. <laughs> <laughs> Step two, diligence. Oh, Good. God. Now you are psycho. <laughs> I think I knew someone who was reading from these rules in in a very interesting way, but but go on. Man. Okay, step three. When you're communicating with these women, there are rules within how you communicate with them beyond just using things that have worked before. Number one, I'll say A, if you're making an outline at home, I don't want to screw up your outline. So this is under Roman (laughs) numeral two of sending messages. We'll make capital A, how to message. A, never compliment the woman on their looks, because apparently, as he tells me, 95% of the idiots on MySpace will just, uh, you know, send an instant message or an email or however it works to one of these women saying, you're really hot, you want to go out sometime. And they just throw these immediately in the trash. Comments so you don't that do actually, that. like, excrete drool out of the computer on the other end. <laughs> exactly. 
So you don't do that. You say, I saw your whatever you're reading and I read it too and it's interesting or something that you, you know, that you're already lying about, but at least that it seems like you have in common with the person because you've invented your profile so that the women will look at your profile, see that you're reading some new chick book, whatever, think that you're really sensitive and want to meet you. And, okay, B, capital B under how to communicate with the women on MySpace is you never ask them out because at some point, according to him, during the communication, they will begin to intimate that they would like to meet you, like, I'm going out for coffee, blah, 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 would you like to come? You don't even respond to this. You act as if they didn't even say it. And what you do is, like, if they're saying, you know, my uncle's in town, so I'm visiting your area, and I'm going to have a cup of coffee, then your response is, oh, uncles, I had an uncle too one time. And then you just go on as if you, you know, completely did not get that she was trying to ask you out on a date. So the idea here is that eventually they'll be so desperately interested in you and wondering why you refuse to go out with them that you will get what you were looking for, according to my friend from work, what you're actually looking for, okay? And what you're actually looking for, get your pens ready, is a sexual encounter. And that's all you're looking for. Tremendous. Okay. So, to get the sexual encounter, this is already way down the line. You've been messaging for a long time. You refuse to, well, you're not that you refuse to see them, but you don't acknowledge that they want to go out. So then eventually you'll get a message which is something that's sort of, uh, my girlfriends and I are going out to a bar, how late are you going to be up, I'd like to stop by afterward. And that's, that's like, gold, that's what you're looking for. You're waiting, this whole system has been designed to get that message from a girl. Because that means that she's going to be completely drunk, you know, desperate to meet you, that she's wanted to, she'll come in, you'll have sex, she'll leave, and that's it. And that's, that's what you're trying to reap from MySpace.com. And that, my friends, is the system. And this person for my work, claims that in one week, in November of this year, in in a week he had like seven, seven of these of these things, of these <laughs> encounters. And he told me it worked, and he told me that, you know, I should do it, and if I had any questions, he offered to edit my profile if I made up one, or get, you know, make sure I had the right picture, and edit my messages. He was being very helpful. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we had the same the same goal in mind. I don't think the goals were synchronized there that was sort of the problem but but hey for those of you at home who are listening or may have been duped into such things before there you have or who are uh, taking notes and pausing this uh, every two seconds and rewinding <laughs> whoever you are <laughs> replay <laughs> we we don't judge here at the map report we just yeah i judge actually far be it from everybody. us to not be an instructional okay. podcast there's so many much go. more useful podcasts out there how to fix your computer you know how to build a car here you go. How to get purely sexual encounters from random women off of MySpace.com. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we don't endorse that. At least I don't endorse that. I'm just going to put that out there. Andy, you, you endorse s- it? You don't think we should give that the, uh, the seal of approval? No, that will fall short of our upcoming new feature, which is going to be the official map report seal of approval. Where we will have links and fun uh, things for you to click on. Andy's in Pingland. Yeah, links, fun things to click on, things we like at the map report that at least at least three out of four of us have to like it, you know. So I don't that know. Violence right. still has a chance, I guess. <laughs> oh, violence! I've always been rooting for you. No, you know, I think Andy's actually uh, off registering his uh, MySpace account right now. That's, <laughs> That's what true. I, was say. I know. I was actually going <laughs> to joke when you were done with everything. I was going to say something about. I am bye, at MySpace.com. I am we'll actually looking it over week. right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually somebody, there's a girl, there's a girl who has a MySpace page, and she actually has a little meter that goes on that that says getting laid, and she like advertises, I'm away from the computer right now because I'm getting laid. Yeah, MySpace, what is it good for? Lots and lots of nookie. So, this is, you know what I mean? I'm going through, this is the world that I'm in now. We're like, this is this oh, is the advice that I'm being given. There's not a day in my life, all other things aside anyway, uh, that I don't give profuse thanks that I'm not in this game. That I, you know, I'm set, I'm good, thanks for playing our game. That I did not, you know, make it out of college alone in the world. Uh, not to make you feel worse, you know, but I, I <laughs> consider myself extremely, extremely lucky in that regard that I, uh, 
I sort of got out of the school phase, which I think in some ways may be the only sincere context for meeting people. Uh, I, I, you know, didn't need to meet anybody after then. So, very exciting for me. Yeah. There's definitely a little worry there that, like, maybe college was the best place to meet women. And you could go to I grad school. This is a good oh, reason great. to go back I'll to, go to school. <laughs> no wonder it costs fifty thousand dollars a year. That's <laughs> exactly. why. Exactly. It's just a really good it's like J date to the extreme. It's the best J date super premium. Available. That's freaking awesome. In grad school. I mean, it is disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it is disturbing I mean, how few Andy, people there you, are you to meet outside. Well, to what? You you did meet someone at your graduate. What am I testing to here? Sorry. <laughs> you we'll, we'll put his mouth already. Let's go. You went. <laughs> I, I lost the trail. What uh, am I no, attesting to? You're attesting to uh, meeting someone at your graduate or professional school. That's true, and and it is really disturbing how few people. If I weren't in a relationship, how few people I I know and I see day to day that you know could possibly you know anywhere close to being appropriate for me, age-wise, interest-wise. I don't know what people do in my age group. It's just, it's, it seems pretty bleak. I mean, uh, at work, you know, everyone's atta- either attached or they're older or, you know, or I can't, I can't picture them being appropriate for other reasons. But, you know, where do I, I don't see anybody, I don't see anybody outside of work. I mean, it's just, it's work and home. I mean, I guess I could go to a bar or something like that. But if I were in a okay. relationship, I I don't know what I'd be doing. So in reality, you you basically, as much as you think I'm a pedophile and crazy, like you totally agree with my perspective then, which is good to hear. And uh, I, oh, yeah. I'm joking around with you. I absolutely agree with your perspective. I mean, I, I people these ridiculous scenarios like I met this person in the supermarket, or you know, I I just don't know how that happens. It seems like you meet people doing your day to day things in normal in normal relationships. You know, either at school exactly. or maybe I, I guess people meet at work or you join a club or something like that. But you know, exactly. I, I don't know what people do. Exactly. The thing that really scares me the most is the activities that are like for dating's sake. You know, like going to some speed dating service or going to some whatever for the express purpose of meeting other people. That like puts a whole level of pressure and weirdness onto it that I'm not interested in dealing with. So I, I totally agree with you. And since apparently none of us have a real concept of what people our age do to do to get this done, if you know what people our age are supposed to be doing right now, that not being podcasting but some other social activity, please email us. At Andy Story also, Russ at MedReport.com. Or if you'd like to date Russ, you should also do that. No, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Good you don't God, no. That. Oh, come uh, on. It would be it, fun. Okay. I mean, as much fun as, like, our MEP forums would be, I can't imagine a worse way to meet people than random lists. Okay. Oh, Not to say that can. I don't love our audience. I'm sure our audience are very nice, <laughs> very well put together, very attractive, intelligent people. And... God bless all of them. Uh, you and know, occasionally all of them. <laughs> you know, I won't joke that we have half a listener. We'll pro- we probably have a good 12 to 16 listeners out there. And I'm sure that as compatible as I would be with those 16 people, it's just a really terrible idea. And it makes me feel weird. Because now I feel like I'm performing for some prospective relationship person, which is a horrible idea. So let's just get that off the table. Please do not do that ever. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think it you sounds like you spot. want it, people. I think it sounds like you uh, want it. I, I'm reading between the lines. Send your personal ad. Maybe I'll filter it through me. Story, story of Map Report. Russ at Map Report. Care of story of Map Report.com. I'll filter yes. it out and, and I can't wait I'll flip for it all to him, the, uh, making it sound like it was just some person that I knew. This will be a fun experiment. <laughs> Everybody will like I it. Met this great person. Her name's Dee from Wisconsin. I've known her for years. Years. <laughs> I know I've never told you about her, but she'd just be perfect for you. It's really amazing. She loves emus yeah. and yeah. apparently listens to podcasts occasionally. There you go. What more do you need, uh, Billy? And so this is, I mean, this whole reason is why I'm actually seriously considering shelling out 35 bucks a month for frickin' J-Date, which is so against my sensibilities, I can't even believe it. Do you really it. think it'll be better, though? Will it be better on uh, J-Date? Well, what I can say is I've looked at some of the profiles, you know, using the free portion of J-Date, and definitely, okay. there. I mean, not all of them, but there are many non-llamas on J-Date, and some of them <laughs> even have somewhat intelligent, interesting profiles where it seems like they're not... 
not only llamas, but, you know, vegetable llamas, brain-dead llamas, so that part is is good, I guess. All um, right, yeah, I guess you can sponsor that. Is it, you know, is it to the tune of 35 bucks a month? Good. That's a whole other story. A whole other story from the Clayton type. It's a whole That's different true. story. That's me. And speaking of a whole other story, it looks like pretty soon we're going to have to do a whole other podcast to add more information. Because I, in the role of Greg, I lied, Peter Jackson wow. was not actually on board. It's uh, coming up on that time. So, I mean, we might have a couple minutes, but we're, we're about about there. About ready to turn hey, out. And my phone's if ringing you say again. so. So that's a sign. Story's phone is ringing, and I think that that's a sign. This was sort of a laid-back map report. You know, wasn't driving forward to craziness, but I think we got a lot done. We taught some things. We learned some things. We learned about llamas and dating and furniture. We learned about MySpace.com and random sexual encounters and things that are illicit in various ways for various ages of people. And being that I'm the only person talking right now, I assume that the rest of my members are either on the phone or registering to become a sex offender somewhere. So I'm going to leave it at that. And, uh, <laughs> I'm back now, yeah. Yeah, the, it's uh, true. It was was pretty chill, but uh, I'm going to say we're honoring our friend who's in Hawaii right now. He's, he's in Hawaii. He's chilling. We're chilling. You know? So that's, that's all we got. That's true. Has, has Terrell finally pinged himself to death there? I think Have you so. got anything Andy? left, Andy? You got oh, I'm, I'm here, guys. I'm just, I'm just soaking it all in. You guys oh, are man. just, you're just so beautiful. All right. And uh, sometimes okay. it's Cue more the goddamn counting crows. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> the love of God. Get okay, we get might need a legal here. disclaimer. Andy, can you write a legal disclaimer for you? Yeah. I've, I've done Wait, it several times already. There you go. But you can't do any more good right. back there. That's mostly Sorry. why I went to law school. <laughs> and now the truth comes out. And there it is. Tune in next week when... Yeah, it's a hard matter. Other things. I'm a